You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman.
What is going on, Faithful? This is your, I'm going to just say it early. So you guys got to get ready for this, for this whole episode. My game of the year. I, I think that this is, obviously the two Seattle matchups are everything because of the NFC West. You got the Eagles game. I get that. This right here is my game of the year. Now, this is going to be a fun episode, so buckle up, baby. Sit down. I appreciate everybody reaching out. Usually, we do this episode a couple days in advance on a Thursday or a Friday, but, man, I'm just going to be honest with you. Uh, this week's events, which have been incredible, wife's birthday, son's football game, uh, Texas OU, which turned out to be terrible, Wayne's music video, it just kind of got pushed back, and so I apologize. But with it being a Sunday night you know, football game, hopefully this gives everybody enough uh, time to download, enjoy, and all those things. Appreciate all the hashtag CCs. Absolutely love it. Uh, what's up, DJ Super? Um, we got everybody in the house. I love it. I love it. I love it. So we're going to be previewing, going through kind of who the Cowboys are. This is our scouting report episode, the flagship program. No way I was going to miss this on Cowboys Week. Let's go. Let's be serious. Um, so uh, previewing scouting reports. This is what we used to do whenever I coached. Whenever you would take a team's tape, you'd go through weaknesses, strengths, what they're good at, tendencies, all these different things. We got our bets of the week, and we're going to finish the show with predictions and what I think is going to end up happening. Um, we do have a poll up, which, you know, we get so much quarterback talk with, you know, I mean, let's just be really, really honest. The whole Jimmy G, Trey Lance, Brock Purdy, elite, not elite, good system quarterback, whatever else. I kind of wanted to turn it on its head a little bit this morning. Where does Dak Prescott fit with NFL quarterbacks? And I, you can only do four options. So I did four. Uh, first elite, top five um, elite, right? He's got 0% currently. Good, 6 through 12. Uh, 30% average, 13 through 20. 71% of the vote. Um, and below average, 21 to 32, 0. So it, it does seem like, based off this chat, now this is a very biased voting. I get it. We're all Niners fans if you're in here. Um, and it's, it's bounced down. He's got a couple more good votes just since I started talking about that. So I'm going to update that um, at the end of the show, if you guys remind me. Uh, Y'all set that up. What's up, Facebook? Appreciate you, Sap. So he says, smash them, Cowgirls. I love it, man. Um, it's going to be a fun game. Now, why is this the game of the year? Okay, let's go through that concept first. I got 11 pages of notes, which is ridiculous. Shout out to the Coach Cruz. Excited to hang out with him and his fam today. Um, tailgating out in Blue Lot. Great job prepping this episode. Um, and impressive. So thank you, my friend. The 49ers, they're undefeated. The 4-0. You know, two early season road wins, two home wins. This is the third and final installment of our homestay, right, for three straight weeks. We're on the road for back-to-back -back weeks after this. But none of that matters. There is no trap game. There is no looking ahead. You're looking right here, man. This is it. If you can't get excited and pumped up for 49ers Cowboys as a player, there's something wrong with you. You know what I mean? Something is wrong. Now, the Cowboys, every game they've been in has been a blowout. Every single game. And now they've been on the giving end three times and receiving end once. Blew out the Jets, Giants, and Patriots. So <laughs> Northeastern teams struggle against the Dallas Cowboys. But they stay in the South. They go to Arizona. Arizona takes care of business, handled them with ease. And again, you could talk about 
the 49ers handled the team that handled them. Therefore, right, if so facto, uh, <laughs> this is like Greek philosophy, right? Like, well, if this is this, then that is that, right? I don't think that it usually works because I do believe that the NFL is a matchup league and there are certain teams that will have a distinct advantage against another team. Um, it doesn't, it's rock, paper, scissors, right? Everything has a weakness. It's a matchup issue. So just because the Niners handled the Cardinals with ease, I mean, that was 21 to three and one penalty goes the other way. That game's over at halftime, but it didn't. They came back, scored back-to-back touchdowns. Then you, then you took care of business. So if we look at Vegas, right? Okay. The 49ers, they're three and a half to four point favorites, depending on where you bet. And if you bet with us at mybookie.ag, promo code 49ers, we took the alternative line. Like, don't bet their lines. Uh, We took two and a half points uh, just to give ourselves just that extra cushion. If you know anything about betting, that two and a half points is huge. Six and a half points is huge. Nine and a half points is huge. Uh, You want to get those tiers of field goal touchdown, uh, field goal touchdown cover spread. I digress. The desert, the betters, the money, they love the 49ers. This one, a little closer than I thought it would be. I assumed it would be four and a half to five points. So there's a lot of money on the Cowboys. So there, there, there are people out there that really do think that this is a coin flip type game. And maybe it is. I It's hard for me. The Cowboys are a great football team. Okay, so I would argue... There's probably three to four rosters in the NFL that you can make this statement. Okay, this might be the best roster in the NFL. And the Cowboys are in that group. I don't, I don't, I hate the Cowboys. I can't stand them. You guys know me. But they're in the group. Niners, (laughs) they're not, they're leading the group of best roster. And, And I think that's one of my issues. If I sit back and I'm nitpicking, okay, wide receivers, wide receivers. O-line, O-line, D-line, D-line, all this stuff. It's really, really hard to say, oh, this is the area that the Cowboys can dominate this game because they have such a distinct advantage. It doesn't really exist. And I I think the biggest area of strength for the Cowboys is their offensive line, which is great. It's really, really good. It's a top three group in the NFL. But 49ers D-line is really good. And so that's where it's like, hmm. Yeah, they're they're 49ers have a top three defensive line group. Now you traded for Randy Gregory. That can only help. I don't think he's going to play a big role this week, um, but I do think that he's going to play. It's just interesting. Uh, the, the hate between these two fan bases is huge. Born and raised in Dallas, Fort Worth. Um, my whole family, Cowboy fans, I can't stand them. That's the jersey behind me. I got that from my stepdad for my 10th birthday just because I – wanted to be that guy and it was all behind me since then so much so i live in the bay area my career is covering the 49ers now which i'm very thankful for this game matters there's hate there you sent these chumps home back to back years this is an elimination game and there's a strong chance strong chance that the 49ers and cowboys will play again uh this year this year but you want to let them know where they belong. Uh, the storylines are everywhere. Trey Lance, um, again, ending their season back-to-back years. NF- NFC playoff, you know, positioning. And Cowboys already lost once to a conference team. They lose again. That's trouble. Uh, two conference losses. Now, they're not division opponents, but when you're looking at playoff seedings and, you know, all that stuff, 
I fully expect the Cowboys to get more than 11 wins. I fully expect the 49ers to get more than 11 wins. This tiebreaker, which the very first tiebreaker is head-to-head, um, that's huge. That's huge for non-division opponents. So if we have the same record, they have the same record, whoever wins this game, that's huge. That's the difference between traveling to Dallas or getting that first week by week in the wild card round. We know how important that is. Now, uh, again, let's just look at the most common. If you don't know much about football, whoever scores the most points wins. So let's look at that caveat, right? Uh, Cowboys are three and one, fourth in points scored out of 32 teams. Um, They are averaging 31 points per game. Defensively, number one, best in the NFL. They've only given up 41 total points, which is a 10.3. Like, teams are scoring a touchdown and a field goal, and that's it on average. That's their average. Incredible. Now, where do the 49ers stack up against this? We're 4-0, obviously. Third in points scored, just slightly. Cowboys score 31. 49ers score (laughs) 31.3. So, I mean, these two teams right there in very similar philosophies. We'll, we'll dive into that tendencies. Um, you know, just the whole scheme. It's, it's similar. They do it different ways, but it's the same over like their goal is to be highly efficient. You don't have to throw the ball down the field all the time. We're just going to check down. We're going to get it to our playmakers. We're going to let them do their thing. And so, yeah, is it outside zone? All that they have some of those, uh, instances in their offense, but not their staple like what Shanahan is. But the concepts are similar, very, very similar. Defensively, 49ers are fifth in points allowed. We have allowed 14.5. Or if you want to look at the grand scheme after four weeks, 49ers have allowed 58 points, Cowboys 41. That's that's how good the Cowboys' defense has been. Now, I understand people are going to say, well, look who they played. They have played dog trash. Um Jets, terrible, right? Giants, terrible. We know that. Cardinals, terrible. And so, Patriots, Mac Jones, are you kidding me? Like, terrible. And now, was it, let me look, was Mac Jones, Mac Jones probably had his worst game of his career against the Cowboys. Is that because Mac Jones is terrible? Is that because their offensive whatever is terrible? Or is it because the 49ers, or sorry, the Cowboys defense is so good? I think it's all of the above, but yeah, they have not played a quality offensive team. That is very fair. I I mean, Daniel Jones, Zach Wilson. Yeah. Right. Dobbs. And then you got Mac Jones. That that's four of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL And, and the poll, you know, we, we broke up the poll into four things, right? Elite, good average, below average. Every one of those guys below average. I, I don't think anybody would put, any of those guys. Maybe Daniel Jones would be in the average category, 13 to 19. That's put it nicely. I know they paid him like he's elite, which was stupid as hell. Um, but they haven't played a good quarterback. Brock Purdy. Come on, man. Come on. Even the Brock Purdy haters are not going to put him below the good category, 6 through 12. Like, if you can't stand Brock Purdy, he's at least 12th. Maybe like, man, there, there's probably some people that out there that have them like 15th, 16th, whatever. But man, you look at that footwork and whatever else. Oh, I'm going off on a rant here. This isn't even the notes. It's just different. It's different. It, it, Cowboys haven't seen this. They haven't seen this. And every time they have seen this, we sent their ass home. That, that's just what it is. 
And, you know, I love it. I should have cut this clip. There was a lot of backroom, uh, background noise. They were interviewing Charvarius Ward in the locker room. Um, I, I think it was Lombardi. He's He's been doing really good with these interviews. Um, but they were in the locker room. There's a lot of background noise. So I, I didn't like the way the audio came across. But they asked him, like, oh, do you consider this a rivalry? Or, some, uh, like, is there any bad blood between you guys and the Cowboys? He's like, no, nah, not on our side. We win. <laughs> like, nah, we good. Like, Charvarius Ward's incredible. Just, I wish that dude was mic'd up all the time because he just cracks me the hell up, man. Um, so, uh, let's look at, again, I want to approach this from every single side as possible, right? PFF rankings. Cowboys, here's their ranks out of 32 teams. Overall, fourth. Offensively, 12th. Defensively, second. Special teams, fourth. That's the one to me that's like, ooh. Special teams is a big issue for the 49ers. Has been a big issue for the 49ers. Probably will continue to be for the 49ers. Now, those same rankings, those same units for the 49ers. Overall first, offensively second, defensively first, special teams, womp womp, 20th. Now, 20th is better than it has been since Shanahan's arrived. So, Small progress, uh, no doubt about it. Uh, number one thing that pisses me off in this world, and you guys know this, especially if you watch our special teams breakdown, we break down every single special teams play for the past three years. Every single one. We haven't missed one. Y'all, I get more upset on those. I know they're the least watched, and I understand why. Um, but I, I get livid out there, man. Um, and my biggest issue is kicking the ball out of bounds. It's happened twice already. Here's Kyle Shanahan talking about why they do it. And will it continue? We are asking for directionals, um, you know, and he got a bad angle on that one and still tried to do it and just missed it. But he's had two of those. He's been pretty good at them, but um, it's, a, it's a big miss when you miss those. So we've got to make sure that doesn't happen much more. Or we can't do it. Or we can't do it. Just kick the ball straight down the middle. He's got the leg all the way out of the end zone. Do that every time. You're, you're, you're just, again, you, you look at, Against the Cardinals game. When did they get life? It was whenever he kicked it out of bounds. That That's what changed everything for the Cardinals defense. And when, that's a bad team. Or for the Cardinals offense. That's a bad team. You gave them some life. They took advantage of it. You can't do that against teams like the Cowboys. It, it's going to come back and get you. So it, we'll, we'll see what that looks like. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now, let's go through the three big men in charge in Dallas. Now, I'm not covering Jerry Jones. Don't want to do that. That'd be a rated R show. Um, but the coaches, Mike McCarthy, um, his career history is quite interesting. Started at Fort Hayes State, uh, went to Pitt as a GA. Then he got promoted to a wide receiver coach, was with the Chiefs. Then he went to the Packers, then the Saints. Then he came to the Niners. He was here in 2005 with Mike Nolan which is kind of funny because that was the Alex Smith, you know, Aaron Rodgers draft, and he was one of the factors. Uh, he was our OC. He was one of the factors in taking Alex Smith. Now, everybody loves Alex Smith, and rightfully so, uh, but that was the wrong choice. 
The, the ironic part is once he left and got fired from here, he went to the Green Bay Packers and was was their head coach with Aaron Rodgers, who he didn't pick for us. Uh, won a Super Bowl with them, which was awesome, even though I would argue. Man, I, I've never really thought this through. I would argue I'm not a Mike McCarthy fan. I do not. I'm not a fan of him as a person or as a coach. I'm going to say he's probably the worst Super Bowl winning coach of all time. I would also say he is a bottom five head coach in the NFL. Like if that dude doesn't start off strong, like here's how big this game is. They fired their OC, Kellen Moore, who was awesome, or Kellen Mont, yeah, Kellen Moore, sorry, who who was awesome. They lose this game. They're three and one. They're they're being talked about in the Super Bowl. They lose this game. This dude's on the hot seat. Like this game is everything for Cowboys. It's everything. It's I don't think that he would be fired, but. Jerry Jones has been saying, like, and the reason why he got this job is because he's a yes man. That's just what he is. Like, yes, Jerry, yes, Jerry, yes, Jerry, yes, Jerry. Like, that's just who he is. And that's all Jerry wants. He wants his ass kicked, uh, kissed, sorry. Uh, but he's going to get it kicked uh, here soon. Uh, then, you know, he was with the Packers for 12 years before they ran him out there. Aaron Rodgers couldn't stand him. And then now he's with the Cowboys. I get it. He won the Super Bowl, and it's awesome. And you look at his regular season record. It's it's great. 155 and 97 losses. That's incredible. You had Aaron Rodgers the whole time. Now he's got Dak Prescott in one of the best defenses in the NFL, and it's working. But you even talk to Cowboys fans. They don't have faith in this guy. Whenever it comes down to how, like, the faith that you have, because – Every single team. Niners haven't had a close game yet. They've had a close half. That was it. They haven't had a close game. They're coming. Are the Niners going to blow everybody out? They're not. If it, Niners are going to lose a game. This might be it. I don't think it is. Niners are going to lose a game. Like I, I, That's just the facts. But if you told me right now the 49ers are in a close game, that does not – like. If the if you just told me, okay, the 49ers are close, there's five minutes left in the fourth. I'm like, oh, but I don't think the Niners are going to lose. If you ask me that same question about the Cowboys, and whenever you have the pairing of Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott, I'm just like, oh, they lose in that game. Close game, Cowboys, they lost. Because they just don't have the character, the, you know, the poise. They have no poise. They have none. They're like, they Jerry has no poise. Uh, the head coach has no poise. Uh, quarterback, no poise. Like that team. Good Lord. Look at their rap sheet. You think they stay calm under pressure? No, they get arrested. That, that's who they are. That's who they draft repeatedly. And it comes through during these pressure moments. When things get hard, are you going to do the right thing? You know what I mean? And that's, these are categorically, opposing teams with how they build their roster. We have a gold helmet program. Guys that fit our culture, fit our play, fit our character. Yeah, instead of, like, we have a gold helmet, they have a handcuff icon that they put on guys that have trouble with the law. They love it. Their roster is peppered with it year after year. Two years ago, uh, I think they drafted seven players, and five out of seven had been arrested. Five out of seven. Like, that was like two years ago. So, I, I, I don't know. It's just not that people can't change. That's not what I believe in at all. That's not it. 
However, and if you take a chance on a guy or two and you try to bring him into your culture, that's cool. But when your culture is do whatever the hell you want off the field and to other people, we don't care about that, that's a difference. We're Eric Armstead, right? You see, you see what I'm saying? That's it's just different. So whenever it gets tough, I know who I'm gonna count on. I don't know. I wouldn't plan on doing that. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, Mike McCarthy sucks. I hope that came across. Hopefully everybody understands that. Now, I respect so many coaches. I just don't respect that dude. Um, you, you look at the playoff loss two years ago when they didn't mess up the clock management and the play calling and all that stuff, which you could have said they did the same thing last year, which they did. Um, at the end of the press conference, after they lost, he's blaming the ref. He's blaming the ref. And they asked him, would you have called the same play knowing what you know now? And he said, yup. Like, come on, man. Like, people want to talk about, like, the arrogance of Kyle Shanahan and all that stuff, which matters. And it does. And Kyle is arrogant. I would argue probably every single 32 coaches in the NFL are arrogant. Uh, not Mike Tomlin. He's he's kind of one of the lone standouts. Um, Mike McDaniel probably is going to join that group, too. Love those two men. But, <laughs> like, you can't get your ass kicked and be arrogant. You can't make bad choices and be arrogant continuously, but he does. And that's just kind of who he is. What's up, 49ers throwback? How we doing, man? Appreciate the super chat. He says, Brock Purdy knows Dallas's defense very well. He said in the presser, he and the team watched the film, so I expect them a better game for him. Yeah, you look at, you know, it, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about this, but you look at what Brock did versus the Cowboys last year. It was his worst game, not a bad game. Uh, and I, I have it here. Let's get a little out of order. Um, I'm skipping several pages down. But, yeah, they, this was the NFC Divisional Round, which is the farthest the Cowboys have gotten since 1995. And, I mean, this was January. So it's not like it was a long time ago. It's nine months ago. 49ers won 19-12. Um, and, you know, Dak, or sorry, Brock went 19-29, of 65% completion percentage, fine. 214 yards, fine. But zero touchdowns, that was the key. Zero interceptions, two sacks, didn't lose the game. Dak lost the game. I mean, yeah, I wasn't planning on going there, but again, who do you believe? Who do you trust? If you had to bet and say, this my guy in this moment, why does everybody love Michael Jordan? Well, he's not the scoring leader. He, he doesn't have the most championships. Like, I, I do think he's the greatest basketball player of all time it's because of who he was when it got close at the end of the games that's why he was clutch he was clutch he was absolutely i mean yeah phenomenal athlete i understand I, i'm oversimplifying here but at the end of the day the reason why people love mj was because you knew that buzzer beater tie game fourth quarter you know what's up you know who's shooting put dak in that situation you see what i'm saying like you see, whoop. Now you compare anybody to Michael Jordan, it's going to be bad, but like none of those characteristics overlap. None. And I think Dak is actually a pretty good dude. I really, really do. I actually like Dak as a human, which is weird for Cowboys, but I just don't respect his play on the field um, when pressure situations. You look at Dak in first and third quarter, whew, that dude is for real. And you could throw in second quarter too, but fourth quarter, nah. Nope. 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 Yeah, I'm just, I'm good. I'm good. 
Now, their offensive coordinator. Let's talk about this. Brian Schottenheimer. Um, obviously, we recognize the last name. It, you know, it, it cracks me up, and you could say the same thing about Shanahan, and that this is an appropriate statement. For somebody to get an assistant job in the NFL as their first job, not even a quality control coach, right? Like this dude, uh, born on third base. Now, that's not his fault. It's awesome that his dad did that, and I wish I could do the same for my son. Uh, <laughs> sorry, son. <laughs> You're not going to get the same opportunities as Brian Schottenheimer or Shanahan. But, um, yeah, his first job was assistant coach with the Rams. Like, come on, man. Who who gets that? But he's made the best of it, and he's a very good coach. I don't think he's good schematically. Kellen Moore is 100% better than him. But Schottenheimer's yes, man. And guess what? You got Jerry, yes, man. You got McCarthy, yes, man. Now you got Sh- – I mean, it's just it, – it, it's a factory of sadness, man. Uh, that is the Cowboys front office. It's what it's going to be. Uh, was with the Rams, Chiefs. Then he went down to college, Syracuse, USC. Then he went to the uh, Redskins in 2001, quarterbacks coach, Chargers, Jets OC, Rams OC, Georgia, go dogs. Um, offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach, then Colts quarterback coach. He was with Seattle for three years. Um, they got tired of him. Very, very boring. Uh, just check down, check down, you know, which, which is fine if you have playmakers, but if you don't have all the playmakers, that's when it gets rough. Um, and that was like kind of the, the rounding off stage of Russell Wilson's career. Then he was with Jacksonville. Then he was with the Cowboys last year as a coaching analyst. Basically, Hey, if we don't make it to the Super Bowl or NFC Championship, you're our new OC, and that's exactly what happened. Um, not the biggest Schottenheimer fan. Now, their DC, on the other hand, love this dude. Dan Quinn is awesome, man. Um, they, I I really, really do like Dan Quinn. Um, you know, you look at D, he was a defensive line coach at William and Mary. Then he went to v, uh, VMI, Virginia Military Institute, Hofstra. Like this dude worked up, baby. Got on, and so like this guy coached for seven years to get a quality control job with the 49ers. He was with us in 2001 and 2002. Then he got promoted to D line coach 2003 to 2004. Um, I, and I don't respect him because he coached for us. I don't respect McCarthy. He coached for us as well, right? Does that make sense? Um, was with the Dolphins, Jets, uh, Seattle Seahawks again. Then he went to Florida. Then back to the Seahawks is the D.C. And that was 2013-14. That was kind of peak Legion of Boom or whatever you want to call it. I mean, that was great. Won a Super Bowl with them. Um, then he went to the Falcons as their head coach. Hired Shanahan as their O.C. Uh, then he's been with the Cowboys. And, you know, Super Bowl champion, assistant coach of the year, salute to service award, like this dude. But as a head coach, he was 43 and 42. Now, anytime Shanahan coached under Dan Quinn, like I think they're really good friends. And that's, that's everybody talking about like, oh, Trey Lance, Trey Lance is going to steal these secrets. And I'm just like, do y'all not understand? This dude was the OC for Dan Quinn for several years. And you're sitting here telling me like a quarterback that doesn't like coach defense is going to steal like, uh, I, I get it's frustrating sometimes. It's just frustrating. I'm just going to say that. I, I don't want to go past that. Now, here's Kyle Shanahan quick clip talking about what it's like going against Dan Quinn. Challenge. I mean, Dan's as good as it gets. His um, 
the schemes are always tough. He makes adjustments well. Um, but the one thing that's always the same is how his guys play. Um, those 11 guys play with their hair on fire. They generate a lot of chaos, especially up front. And that's usually what leads to them getting all their turnovers. Yeah, I mean, chaos up front, turnovers, and it's this shell concept, this cover three, which we run all the time. He's adapted a lot the last two years. Last year, they were doing too high. This year, they're doing the most single high. Like, he is an evolving. He, he does not stick to what he believes. And they went and got Malik Hooker, um, who, man, you go back. To, if you've been covering us with the draft and all the stuff going on there, like one of the best single high prospect safeties to come out in the NFL. Now, he's had so many injuries that kind of hurt his career. But the talent, the speed, it's a perfect fit. So he fits his scheme to, you know, exactly what he has. Now, let's look at injuries just quickly. Um, oh, what's up, man? We got the man himself in the chat. What's up, Coach Cruz? The beast. He says, we need to have longer sustained drives this week. It will be interesting to see how many different alignments we see CMC in to gain an advantage. It's going to be a heavy CMC game, um, which so far, four for four, they're all heavy CMC games. But this one might be more so. Um you know, you go back to the last time we played on Elijah Mitchell had 14 carries against the Cowboys. Elijah Mitchell not even going to play. Not even going to play. So CMC is going to be in full effect, no doubt about it. Now, injuries, Elijah Mitchell out, John Valenciano concussion. Jennings seems like he's going to go. Um, Cowboys, really the only player that's truly out is their third tight end, Peyton Hendershot, awesome name. Uh, don't know much about him. Micah Parsons limited. He messed up his leg, was limping around, but he's been practicing. Malik Hooker, their safety was talking about limited. He's good to go. Damon Clark limited. Their linebacker, good to go. Hey, everybody's going. Trayvon Diggs, you do have to mention him. And, you know, he's on IR. And But, and I'll say this, it's not, I, I don't like the way this is, I'm, it's going in my head. How do I say this? Trayvon Diggs did not give the Cowboys an advantage against the 49ers. Trayvon Diggs gave the Cowboys an advantage against all 30 other teams. So 30, Cowboys 31, 49ers 32. I think I'm getting that correct. Um, he's just too soft to play against us. He's too soft. Uh, Brandon Ayuk cooked him at what he's best at. It, like Trayvon Diggs was a weakness against us. The 49ers would go against the Cowboys and say, all right, we're going after this dude right here. Deron Bland, who's taken his spot, much more physical. Um, now, does he have the turnover potential and all that stuff that Diggs does, which is top-notch and incredible? I'm not saying Diggs is a bad player. I'm saying the NFL is a matchup-driven league, and what his best skill sets were, we could exploit very easily. What his worst skill sets were, we could exploit very easily. So Diggs being out hurts the Cowboys season, no doubt about it. Doesn't really hurt him this game. Um, obviously they wish he was playing, obviously he'd be out there, but, and he's a quality player. I'm not saying he's a bad player. I'm just saying, I think I said it. I think we're good. <laughs> Sonia says CMC was under 50 yards last time we seen the Cowboys. That's right. He was. And you know, the Cowboys, they had five, six men fronts the entire time. And we basically said, this is going to be a dirty game and we're going to grind it out and we're not going to lose it. Cowboys said, you know what? This is going to be a dirty game. We're going to grind it out, and Dak's going to lose it. And guess what? They did exactly that. <laughs> oh, Dak Cousins. Uh, anyway, all right. Here's my thing, and I wanted to include this earlier, but I, I want this to come across. My opinion, 
This is the greatest rivalry in the NFL. That's what's at stake here. The 49ers versus the Cowboys. Now, I get they're not division opponents. I get they don't play all the time. And I think a lot of Cowboys fans would agree with me here, but the rest of the NFC would say, like, oh, Eagles, Cowboys, Bears, Packers, 49ers, Seahawks. And I get those. Those things are huge. I get that. But you see them all the time in the regular season. The 49ers, and shout out to Jake the Snake on Twitter. Uh, I did not know the some of these things, and he pointed them out, which was awesome. They both have five rings. I knew that. They both were the first two teams to get to five Super Bowls each. That's awesome. The 49ers have the most playoff wins in the NFL. Cowboys, second. 49ers have the most conference championships in the NFL. Cowboys, second. History of this matchup, 19, 19, and 1. If you're coming to the tailgate today, that's going to be a trivia question. So uh, just tipping you out, giving you a little answer right there. The series is tied 19, 19, and 1. We're going to be giving away a lot of stuff today. Uh, autographed Christian McCaffrey jersey, uh, Debo jersey, IU jersey. Uh, unbelievable. We're giving away way too much stuff. Um, and if you're coming to party, come hang out with us in the blue lot um, right next to Democracy Way exit. I probably should like show a flyer <laughs> that we make. Uh, yeah, if you want to come party with us, uh, we would love to have you. Um, you can still get tickets, 49ers Rush Road Trip. We've got a huge party, uh, over 100 people coming out, which is going to be fun. So I had to go back to the store and get some more food and all that stuff. Over $1,000 on drinks alone yesterday, which was a lot of fun. Um, so we're going to be right off the Democracy Way exit in Blue Lot 1, right up against the fence. You'll see the flags. They'll be out there flying. Come say what's up. Uh, we're in the same spot every time. And so if you can't make it out this one, no worries. Come out to another one, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Uh, kids get in free with any ticketed adult. We have competitions just for the kids so that they can win prizes. Uh, we got cornhole. We got food. We got, you know, un un non-alcoholic beverages for the kiddos. It's going to be a good time. We got TVs, Red Zone. We're going to be watching the late round of games as we're partying. Wayne's going to be, it's going to be awesome. Anyway, uh, if you can't make this one, I hope you'll come out to another one. What's up? My man, Mosquito Killer, going to be there. I'm excited about that, man. Can't wait to see you again, brother. Um, oh, what's up, Paul? Uh, great to see you and Wayne shooting the video yesterday. Yeah, shout out to everybody that came out, man. My thing was I wanted Wayne to feel the love of the community, and that I think it came across. It, and Wayne was in his element, man. That dude, you put a camera in front of that dude, he just he goes off, man. I've said for years that dude needs his own TV show. Um, but it was cool. And I just want to say thank you to everybody that came out. It was a blast, man. I was in a music video. What's up, man? How cool is that? Yeah. I'm going to update my Facebook status. That's what's up. Um, now, <laughs> back to the 49ers versus Cowboys history. And I'm just going to let Kyle Shanahan kind of weigh in on this. Uh, yeah. I mean, anytime you play each other in the playoffs and stuff, it's always usually a bit bigger the next year. And um, with that being back to back, it was huge. I mean, that's what I always remembered growing up just because of the three years I was here when I was younger. Um, they played an NFC championship all three years that I lived here. Um, so, you know, just playing them in the playoffs two years ago kind of was reminiscent of that. And it was a divisional round, I think, or a wild card round. And then last year with a divisional round and um, those histories stack up just like people in your division. Um, but usually when it's a playoff game, everyone remembers a little bit more. Oh, Kyle, you can tell when the coach switch hits because when you're talking about opposing teams, you don't want to give billboard material. You want to be boring you want to be respectful, and you don't want to like sound the alarms of anything, anybody. And Kyle just 
he he hits the switch. You know what I mean? Like he goes into politician mode. Everybody does it. And, you know, no coach besides Sean Payton talks trash about other coaches and all that stuff. Um, and so, and Payton got what he deserved, man. Yeah, 70 to 20, suck it. Um, anyway, let's talk about the Cowboys defense. By far the best of their team. Um, and I'm going to go through all these ranks, which are incredible, very respectful, beyond respectful. Um, they're, they're great. Out of 32 teams, first in points, second in yards, second in turnovers, eighth in fumbles recovered, second in first downs allowed, first in pass touchdowns allowed, second in interceptions, 16 rush yards. Okay? So if, if you're trying to find, all right, where is the issue? Because every single defense has a vulnerability, and if you watched any of that Cardinals game, you know 16th in rush yards allowed, that's average. That's not good. 7th in rushing touchdowns, 27th in yards per rush. 4.6 yards per rush. Do you see how the 49ers are going to attack this team? It's pretty damn simple. The blueprint was set by the Cardinals. You showed the league. You showed them. Now, the Patriots couldn't do it because they have probably the worst offensive personnel in the NFL. I mean, they just have no skill position players at all. Um, line's decent, but not great. Anyway, so Cardinals showed everybody, look, this is all you do. Patriots couldn't do it. Guess what? 49ers can run the ball pretty good. And I think they're going to make some adjustments to put a lot of guys in the box. That single high safety look that they do with Malik Hooker allows them to get another guy in the box. And so uh, that's what they're going to do. Fourth and third downs, 12th on fourth downs, fourth and red zone. I mean, they're just damn good. It's a damn good defense. That's all there is to it, man. They're damn good. Uh, strength players. I think their best players, uh, Lawrence. Uh, everybody's going to say Micah Parsons, and they're not wrong. But Lawrence is incredible, man. This dude could freaking play. You look at the defensive end and like all the rankings and tackles for loss and you know, you you whatever you want. Demarcus Lawrence is unbelievable. He's the second highest ranked edge player behind only Nick Bosa. Uh, he's ahead of Parsons. Parsons fourth. Uh, who's that's the whole team. Like, if you were drafting Dallas Cowboys players, like, okay, who's who we are. Number one would be Micah Parsons. Number two would be Lawrence. Number three, probably C.D. Lamb. Um, I mean, it's edge players. They have the best edge rotation in the NFL. Bland, who is Diggs' replacement at corner, he's been great. Sixth highest rated corner. He's been great. Um, all injuries suck, and I wish Diggs was playing for multiple reasons. But, yeah, Bland's good. And this defense, very good tackling. They only have 15 missed tackles through four games. The Niners are an amazing tackling team. We have 22. Like, they're good. They're very, very good. Now, here is Kyle quickly, and I like this one. This one's a little more informative on the for, on the Cowboys' defense. The same thing that they do to a lot of guys. Um, when, you, when you get in some bad situations and stuff, that, that D-line is tough to handle, and they can make you make a lot of mistakes. Um, you got to get rid of it quick, sometimes not always before you're ready. They mix up a lot of man coverages, a lot of zone coverages, and um, they can confuse you with that. And um, when you're behind the chains and things like that, I mean, just not just Sunday, but um, really for the last three years, I mean, they're as good as a team as any um, when they got you one-dimensional creating turnovers and getting after the quarterback. Yeah, I mean, that's what they do. Turnovers, and they want to put you in third and long. Now, there are weaknesses. Uh, Hankins, their defensive tackles, not good. He's 111 out of 129 defensive tackles. Safeties, 
obviously Malik Hooker's good, but Wilson and Clark, not good. Um, Clark, their strong side linebacker, he's terrible um, and can't cover. Like the weakness of the Cowboys defense is their linebackers can't cover. Very, They're pretty good. They're supposed to be run stoppers, uh, but the way their defensive line plays, they create a lot of gaps because they're just shoot up field, create run gaps. That's fine. Linebackers struggle. Um, I'm just going to be honest. Like, they're just terrible in coverage. So that kind of triangle that we talk about all the time with CMC, Kittle, and that over whoever, whether it's Debo, Jennings, or Ayuk over the ball, like that's going to be open. Kittle and CMC, like you could take one of them away. And so I don't know what Dan Quinn's going to do. Obviously, you got to highlight CMC, and eventually Kittle's just going to have a monster game. That could be today. It, it's dependent upon Dan Quinn. So if you want to give all those resources to stop CMC, which it's going to take, Ayuk and everybody else over the ball routes and breaking routes are going to be phenomenal. So you got to pick. Um, you got to pick. Now, their scheme, a lot of man coverage. Oh, man, so much man coverage with a single high safety. Uh, Akash, shout out to Akash. He does a great job on Twitter. Um, 70% man coverage or some form of man coverage. Cover one is a single high safety with man underneath generally. So it's a, everything's hybrid nowadays. It's not just you know, cover zero or cover four, it cover zero, everybody blitz and everybody's in man. But yeah, 70%, it's number one in the NFL. They run the most man coverage in the NFL, the most. And I mean, are, I hope you're in the back of your head screaming, Brandon Ayuk, Brandon Ayuk, because you're right. I don't give a damn who's out there. Best corner in the league. If you're going to play man coverage on Brandon Ayuk, good luck, good luck. Let me know how that's going to go, right? Like, what's the, the the Dark Knight Rises where the guy, like, goes to Morgan Freeman and is like, I found out it's Bruce Wade's Batman. I want to be paid all this money. And Morgan Freeman's like, let me get this straight. <laughs> you found out that your boss is an armed vigilante that beats up, you know, bad guys for, for fun, and you want to blackmail him? Good luck. Like, all right, cool. Y you figured out what you want to do. You really want to man coverage Brandon freaking Ayuk? Come on, man. We've seen this play out. It's not going to go well. It's not going to go well. Um, anyway, and by the way, Brock Purdy, number one EPA, first man coverage in the NFL. Number one. Man, sometimes, I don't know. I'm curious to see if they shake it up a little bit because if I was them, we can't stick with our normal game plan, ladies and gentlemen. Or you do stick with it on the first series, which I think a lot of DCs and OCs do. Let's see how it works. We have adjustments in place. That's why I'm betting really big on the Niners score first drive, but whatever. Um, and shout out to Lombardi. He put this stat out there, which I thought was great. Uh, cover one, 63% of snaps, most of the NFL. Yeah, I mean, man coverage, single high safety. It's what it is. It's what it is. So guess what? Brock's four consecutive games hit a back shoulder fade. Those are going to be open this game. Blitzes, they don't blitz a lot. Um, Patriots last week, six blitzes. Arizona, 14. Jets, eight. Giants, 13. That's their blitz numbers. Nothing like 31 that we saw against the Giants. Um, not great up the middle either, which is weird with the single high safety team. Um, Aaron Schatz put this out. Their first, their defense is first in DVOA. It passes to the left or to the right. They're 27th in between the hashes. So the middle of the field, that's where they're susceptible. 
Guess where Kyle Shanahan wants to attack? See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? NFL is a matchup-driven league. There is a reason, there is a reason why the 49ers have continued to just kind of do their thing against the Cowboys. And I do believe that's going to continue. Now, uh, before we jump to the offense and all of our other stuff, you want to support the show, you want to keep this show going strong, here's how you do it. I am so excited to announce our new platform launched, the49ersrush.com. We've been active on Patreon for years, and we're still going to keep that community going. But the49ersrush.com has everything Patreon offers and a bunch more. You want to watch player breakdowns? Guess what? You click that. It's filtered based on players. You want to see Javon Hargrave, what he brings, some CMC tape broken down, IU, Jair Brown. We've got hundreds and hundreds of tapes. on. Now, you want football 101. You want to learn scheme. Guess what? We've got every single offensive, defensive, special team snap. Head over to the49ersrush.com, sign up, join the community, and plus we got a seven-day free trial. So. Right, go check that out. We'll break down all the coaching tapes available from everything. Go check it out. Seven-day free trial. Ready to go now. Now, let's flip the script. Let's talk. Here we go. The Cowboys offense. It's 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 great. It's really, really good. But it's kind of like it's got like that little joke underneath it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, the numbers are great. But you can only do so much lipstick on a pig. And not that they have a bad offense because they don't and listen to these rankings right again out of 32 teams fourth and in points incredible 11th in yards all right first in turnovers they protect the ball they have one turnover Dak Prescott who has led the NFL in interceptions has one turnover one now is in the only pressure situation he's been in all year right Cowboys are front runners the offense is a front runner offense whenever things are going great everything's going to keep going great Put him in pressure. He's only been in one pressure situation this year. What's he do? Throws a red zone pick, right? See what I'm saying? Um, uh, fourth and first downs, 14th passing yards, 18th passing touchdowns, 15th pass yards per attempt. Not explosive. That's not what they're doing. Third and rush attempts, seventh and rush yards, 12th and rush touchdowns. First and third downs. They've been really good in third downs. Um, and, and I think that's, that's interesting to me. Now, shout out to my man, who uh, Brian, who did a hell of a job. And I, I've got it in my notes. Good Lord. Uh, I had it in my notes. I think I don't think I saved the right ones. But the last time that we played these guys, it, they struggled. You look at the two instances that we played the, the Dallas Cowboys. They have not converted. Just the two playoff games against us. They have not converted. Offensively, one third down and four or more. Not one. Uh, sorry, over third and four. Third and four or less, they've done really well. They have converted zero third and four plus things in two games. Now, they're different teams, and I get all those things. Has it happened? Will they this time? I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. But it's, it's an issue. Uh, look at this. Fourth downs, they're 28th in the league. One out of four. It's small sample size. But again, pressure situations, got to have it. Nope, not going to get it. 30th in red zone. Pressure situation, nope, not going to get it. That's not who they are. It's not who they're going to be. Now, their offensive lines are unbelievable, man. Um, they're just the... <laughs> 
They're really good. If the Eagles were in the NFL, I would say the Cowboys have the best offensive line. Like, I think they're number two. I really, really do. They're just damn good. And look at their skill position players and all that kind of stuff. I, I mean, they are, they're, they're great everywhere. Josh, what's up, brother? Cook scares me more than anybody else, honestly. Yeah, I mean, good Lord. CD Lamb's great. I use better, but CD Lamb's great. Cooks is awesome. Dude just gets a thousand yards every year, no matter what team he's on. And then you got Michael Gallup as your three. I would argue probably the best number three wide receiver in the NFL. I love the way Michael Gallup plays. Um, yeah, it, it's interesting. Now their scheme has changed. The firing of Kellen Moore changed things. Um, they're a dink and dunk team. 8% of their passes are deep, 20 or plus more air yards. And they don't take shots deep. Their whole thing is we want to sustain drives. We want to stay ahead of the chains. We want to run the ball. It's 1990s West Coast. That's what it is. That's what their offense is. 1990s West Coast. That's McCarthy, like, freaking was a part of that. You know what I mean? And that's what they want to do. This is we're running the ball. We're going to try to be not physical. They're a finesse team, but highly efficient team. Now, I call them 49ers. Whenever I was watching their film, I was like, man, this is 49ers light. Like, it's very similar. And they're trying to accomplish the same thing. This Cowboys just copy the Niners all the time. You can go back to the hardball years, right? You draft all these old linemen right after, oh, man, it works. Oh, we're going to do the same thing, right? And they hire, like, our coaches and whatever else. They're doing the same thing. They're doing the same damn thing. Same thing, just with a twist. Um, just with a twist. Now, let's talk Dak. Ooh. Dak Prescott. All right, let's update the poll. Where does Dak Prescott fit with NFL quarterbacks? This is based on y'all, not me. One, oh, we got to vote. Elite top five. The internet is amazing. 1%. <laughs> uh, good, 6 to 12, 30%. Average, 13 through 20, 65%. That's the overwhelming majority. And below average, 21 to 32, 4%. Um, I want trash talk. I from a defensive perspective, like it's fun. I want this is the Fred Warner gif where he points right at Dak. Where, where he's doing all this. Yeah, like Dak and the Fred Warner like talking stuff, like, oh, crank that up to 11. Please talk your trash. Dude cowers versus aggressiveness. He always has. Uh, look at the Kaiser White for the, the Cardinals. That dude was in the face of Dak the whole game. Guess who we threw his pick to? Yup. Yup. Kaiser White. His own teammates. Y'all saw the clip. This I can't put it on here because it's just his own teammates talking trash to him. And, you know, again, listen, I'm going to play this. And I cut this clip. It's It's got a like a three-second pause. And for the audio listeners, this is just Dak being pissed off. But he got asked, basically, do you think about the playoff game against the 49ers last year? So here's Dak's response. Dak, what was the feeling leaving that locker room last January against those guys? I mean, it's obvious. I mean, we're so far past that, to be honest with you, but that's obvious. I mean, you just want to piss me off going into this week, and I appreciate that. I do, actually. I do. Um, yeah, appreciate that. Appreciate that. Lost drive, you guys. I mean, every every day, uh, every day, every day, Todd, every day. And that that's I wanted to play the whole clip because if I would have cut it, it just made it like you know, oh, he's so mad. Like Dak is awesome. Like I really do think Dak is a fun person. I hope he goes to TV. I would like to like. I think he's a cool dude. I really, really do. However, 
that interview is the opposite of calm, cool, and collected. Brock Purdy was cringing watching that. Like, dude, that's not how you do that. Like, Brock Purdy's been in the NFL. The dude's freaking 19 years old. This is an eight-year vet. You get flustered in an interview? What was the feeling in the, after the loss? Like, it's not like they were... <laughs> They were like trying to trigger this dude. It wasn't it at all. Like it wasn't that bad of a question. Like if you can't make it through a freaking press conference, like it's just more and more validation to kind of who he is. And again, like I hope you, I hope this is coming across. I actually do like Dak. I just don't like him as a pressure quarterback. It's the same reason why I don't like Kirk Cousins. I think Kirk Cousins, you know, the quarterback series and all that stuff, that painted everybody, even Marcus Mariota as a positive, which is insane to me, um, even though he quit on his team. I digress, getting off topic. I, you can like a guy, but not like somebody in pressure situations. And Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott are the same damn person. Where's the Spider-Man emoji of these guys pointing at each other? They're the same damn guy. Same person. There's a reason why they do not win. And people are like, yeah, but look at these numbers. Yeah, it's trash time. It's trash time. When is Dak good? When they're up 20 to zero? Well, part of that's because of Dak. I get that. Show me pressure situations. Show me. You've had this team and you've got two playoff wins in eight years? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Not having it. He's at his worst versus four-man pressure. Uh, lowest QBR um, is against when only four blitz, not against five plus. He's actually pretty good against the blitz. Four sacks and his only interception thrown were against four-man pressure. Um, his best QBR, 103.5, sounds like a radio station, is against the blitz. Now, what's is funny because Purdy's worst quarterback rating is against the blitz, but his worst QBR, Brock Purdy's, 101.7. So it's almost as good as Dak's best. You see what I'm saying? Like, I could spin that whatever way I wanted to, but I, I'm trying to give the numbers to show, yeah, Dak's best, 103.5. Purdy's worst, eh, 101.7. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's the difference. 30% of their pass plays are play action, a lot less uh, than last week. Last week was all play action. Um, loves the right side of the running game. This is more just the Cowboys' tendency. Runs to the right side. 48 runs off the right side, 25 to the left. They love going to the right. They love going to the right. Um, you know, and I, I'm sure Kusarek and, you know, Wilkes, they've got that just kind of teed up. Now, my favorite matchups of this game, oh, it's not even close. You're getting Hall of Famer on Hall of Famer in a few different spots. Um, let, let's just be honest. Uh, Nick Bosa versus Tyron Smith. Are you freaking kidding me? That's worth the price of admission. And the price of admission is really high if you haven't got your tickets yet. Um, that's incredible. Hargrave versus Zach Martin. Oh my gosh. Warner versus Dak. That's not fair, but I, I want to watch it. Um, Greenlaw and Huff versus Pollard, which let me say this, uh, Juan Solace, that beautiful, beautiful man. Um, he's such a good dude. Put together this really good video on YouTube. So once you finish this, it's like two and a half minutes, but it's awesome, man. He, he put a whole thing together of all the, Patreon breakdowns and the 49ers rush breakdowns that we do and on Greenlaw, and it is awesome. I watched it. You hear my voice. I'm breaking down the film. I learned. Uh, it was really, really cool. It's a two-minute thing. Go check it out. Uh, it's a, If you click on um, the 49ers rush YouTube channel page, whether you're on mobile or uh, desktop, it's it's our highlighted video. It's two minutes. Go check it out. It's pretty freaking awesome. And let me know what you guys think because I want him to do more of that because it's awesome. It's incredible. Um, anyway. Greenlaw, Huff versus Pollard. You know, 
you ask the question, how do the Cowboys win this game? Pollard's got to be paramount. He's got to be explosive. That's just what it is. CD, Leia versus Charvarius Ward. Now I know they're going to put CD in the slot a lot of times because that's where he's successful. Um, but, yeah, they're good. They, th those are awesome matchups. Uh, other side, Ayuk versus Gilmore. Ooh, out with the old, in with the new. We saw what, you know, Ayuk did to Patrick Peterson. Now you got Gilmore, who came right. I mean, defensive player of the year, Gilmore. He's incredible. Incredible corner. Ayuk going to roast that dude, man. Trent Williams versus Parsons. Whew. Mm. That is awesome, man. CMC versus Van Der Esch. That's not fair. That's not fair. Um, connections. Uh, not that many this week, actually. Teammates who played together in college. Love how Coach does this every week. Shout out to Coach Cruz again. Cleveland Farrell, Ray Ray, Austin Bryant, who just got called up. Uh, J. Ron Curse. They were all together at Clemson. Jo uh, Wanye Thomas and Jordan Mason, Georgia Tech. We're going to see some Jordan Mason this week. Demond Clark and TDP LSU. A uh, lot of Michigan guys. Shout out to Wayne Breezy. Ambry Thomas, Jake Moody, Ronnie Bell, Luke uh, Schoonmaker, and Mozzie Smith. Two rookies from Michigan on both teams, uh, which is crazy. Um, anyway, Demo and TJ Bass, they were together at Oregon. Micah Parsons, Kevin Givens, Penn State. South Carolina, we got Debo Kinlaw, Rico Dowdle, and Israel Makamara. Um, if you say it fast and put emphasis on it, I think you pronounce it correctly. I'm pretty sure I was still way off. They were together in South Carolina. Um, Turpin, uh, amazing player that scares the daylights out of me. Please kick the ball out of bounds. Do not let this guy get a return. He is electric. Matt Pryor were together at TCU. And um, Adoga and Huff were together at USC. Um, USC, USC. Now, let's get to it's time. Bets of the week, baby. Aaron Rodgers' season is officially over, but yours has just begun with my bookie. NFL College Ball, brand new cash out system that gives you the best options to win all season long. You hit the first two legs of your parlay, guess what? You can cash out early, place another bet, or let it ride for a bigger payday. Join us the entire season at mybookie.ag, or you can scan the QR code right next to me. The link is in the description of this video and or podcast, however you're watching or listening. But... Right now, MyBookie has a no-strings-attached cash bonus that lets you deposit and withdraw quick. Use promo code 49ers49ERS on your first deposit of 50 or more, and you can receive up to $200 in cash instantly credited to your MyBookie account. That's 49ERS, that's the promo code, to claim your bonus now. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and I mean anywhere. You can bet anywhere. I've lived in California for eight years. Bet anywhere. I mean it. Head over there with... My bookie. All right, couple bets. Now we post all of our bets um, on the 49ersrush.com and on our Patreon page. Those have already been loaded. So if you want to go check those out, head over there. Uh, just one that I want to share with you guys that I think is, uh, I love this bet. It's the alternative lines category. Uh, 49ers are, you know, three and a half to four points favored. Just bump that down and do two and a half points. We just got to win by a field goal. I love that bet. Bet 10 to win six. You can multiply that however you want. And my long shot bet of the week, my man Eric Armstead uh, to get his first sack. Bet two to win 11. Again, we don't bet a lot here, but you can bet however you want just to show you how much you – and again, I show you all the categories. If you're new to betting, whatever else, I walk you through. We have an instructional video on how to bet everything. You're good to go. Um, we'll, we'll take care of you over there. Now let's get to predictions. 
Ed, always, I mean, this dude just runs the show, I swear, man. Ed, you are the best. He says 28-17 Niners. I want you to drop your predictions, and we'll get to some of those as I go through and set mine up. What do you think is going to happen this game? It could be score prediction. It could be, I think, CMC is going to get 25 carries. I think Bosa is going to get two sacks, whatever else. Um, let, let's let's throw those up in the chat. Let's go through some of these. Uh, right here, Parsons, Lawrence, two sacks. Armstead, Bosa, four sacks. Um, I would take that trade off in a heartbeat, um, in an absolute heartbeat. Um, so here we go. Let's talk this. CMC is going to be a heavy game. What's new? Um, I got 23 touches. And I, I I was calculating now, and I do this whenever I do my stat predictions and all that stuff for these games, for my bets, because I try to do it before I look at the bets to see what's good or not. And I think that's, you know, we do so well betting, not because I'm smart, because I'm not, um, but I do know the 49ers, and I do understand our tendencies rel relatively well. Um, and if you guys have listened to the show, uh, hopefully you guys would agree. Do I miss things? Yes. Uh, obviously I do. Do I know what the defensive coordinator is going to try to take away every week? I don't. Uh, I can guess at it pretty good, but 23 touches for 23. Uh, what's up, man? Uh, look at that. Right in the headlines. Boom. Social media owned. All right. Um, I do think that the 49ers, sorry, I do not think that the 49ers are just going to have their way with the Cowboys defense. They're too damn good. Um, 30 points is going to be hard. And this is actually the first time I'm predicting us not to score a full 30. Would I be shocked if we did? No. Um, but I, I've got us getting to 27 points, but as long as Brock is Brock, that's all that matters. His amazing footwork, get through the reads quick. Don't put the ball in jeopardy. It, that's like, if you could tell me, okay, what's the one stat line to guarantee a 49ers win? I'm going to say no turnovers for Brock Purdy. That's it. Just let Brock be Brock. He doesn't have to do anything special. Just keep doing what you're doing, man. He, he's incredible. One turnover is okay. You can still win with one turnover. Two turnovers, now you're in trouble. I do think Dak will throw a pick um, just because it's going to be a pressure game. He doesn't show up to those. But, man, it, it's that's going to be interesting. Ayuk and man coverage, I don't know how to highlight that any more than I already have. Ayuk first man coverage is stupid. Um, <laughs> he, he's just playing too damn good. Um, not sure who balls out out of the other studs. CMC, Ayuk for sure. Kittle, Debo, Jennings, Mason, Juice. Mm. I don't know. That's based up based off of how the defenses choose to defend us. Defensively, just stay the course. Don't be flashy. Be patient. Stick with what you got. You don't have to blitz a lot. You can blitz some. That's not an issue. I'm not worried about that. Just stick with what you do, and you will cause problems. We are different than any team that they play. Jets have a good defense, but it's not us. It's not us. Um, you know, Cowboys are going to have some success. It, can I see it? It's, it's, I struggled getting them to 20 points. Um, I really did struggle with that. And I don't like where I have it now. And I'm going to kind of change it. I'm going to change it. Anyway, um, as long as Pollard doesn't get the explosives, 49ers win. And I think the 49ers can even lose the turnover battle and still win. If the turnover ratio is 0 0, 49ers win. If the turnover ratio is 49ers minus one, now it's a coin flip game. Minus two, you lose. So just don't give them the game. All you got to do is just don't dack it up. Don't dack it up. That, that, that's, that's what it should be. Uh, that should be the title of the show. 
It's what it is. Love all these. Uh, <laughs> love all these. Here we go. We got 27 to 20. We've got DJ Super says 35-17. I hope you're right. Josh says Braden Willis TD. Woo. Ishmael 33 to 20. Sonia 23-17. Gravedigger with the sack. I like that. Um, here we go. 38-17. McCaffrey 150. Rush 100. I'd take that. I got them on all my fantasy leagues. Jack uh, Pierce. 30 to 20 Niners. I like this. This is fun, man. There's more than I can get to. I love it. My final prediction, 49ers win 27 to 24. I think it's going to be a close game. I really, really do. Um, and I think it's going to be a good game. And I think it's going to come down to Cowboys having the ball late and Dak's going to dack it up. I, I really, really do. And so I'm just sticking with that. We'll see. Now, again, if the, if the Niners lose, would I be shocked? No. This is a damn good football team, and any team can win this. Should the Niners win? Yes, they should. We'll see. We'll be live after the game at the stadium. If you're going to the game today, man, it's today. I got to get to work. Um, I'll see you guys blue lot one right by the democracy exit. Until next time, you guys are the best. Stay strong, faithful. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.